Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway. As a mental health advocate and author, I love books. Books have the capacity to inspire, educate, transform, and ultimately help readers all over the world. So if you want to publish your book or if you need help writing your story, I highly recommend Mindstir Media, rated the number one best book publisher around the country. Mindstir Media can help you no matter where you are in the book writing or publishing process. Go to mindstermedia.com to learn more and schedule a consultation. This episode is brought to you by Mindstir Media and the Sunrise segment of the Outcomes of Sun podcast radio. Out Comes the Sun, with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. We have a great show today. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Do. And so let's talk about, we're going to be talking with our guest, our secret guest, <laughs> our secret guest who's not a secret. Actually, we, we get to speak to Rosanna Arquette, which is wonderful. Um, but what are what are we talking about today? What are we what are we going to focus on? Really, you know, like I what you put your attention on? I think yeah. What you what you where you place your attention and how it affects you. Not only how it affects your world, your relationships, your ability to move forward, but how it affects you physically, right? Because a lot of us are going through some form of grief, whether it's the passing of someone we love whether it's the the dissolution of a marriage, whether it's your children leaving. I mean, we can, we, let's just, we can yeah. create a whole list of all the things that you could grieve over. The selling yeah. of a home, the not selling of a, a book or a script you've been working on for years and it just wasn't picked up, whatever. There's a grief that takes place. And when we, we're taught to pick ourselves up our, you know, get pick yourselves up by your bootstraps, put on your big girl yeah. panties and keep moving forward. Whatever that those adages that we've been given throughout time to encourage us to move forward, certainly, but to not take a moment to stop and pause and recognize what it's doing to us physically can be damaging. Absolutely. Well, and, and here's the thing. I mean, I know I know first I grew up with a mother who had cancer and it and she was she was the kind of person and I'm not saying this for everybody who's had cancer, but there were she was the kind of person never dealt with trauma and never dealt with the grief of her life. My mother lost her first husband uh, in World War II. Wow. He was a fighter pilot. They'd been married for nine months and he wow. was shot in the sky. Right. And, you know, there was I think they courted not very long. So basically, Prince Charming. Yes. The, the you know, the man of her dreams, they'd never really had a difficult time and and he was shot and they and she never dealt with that grief because that was also a time you didn't. Right. That was the right. 50s. That was the late 40s, 50s. Yep. Uh, it was the late 40s. And she never she never grieved properly. And I'm really convinced that my and. And my mother, and and I think that you can speak to this, Melissa, as well. My mother lost uh, a baby with my father when when they were together, 
And she didn't, you know, she never talked about the grieving process yeah. of any of this. And she yeah. lost her father uh, when I was very, very young. She, I don't remember a time of my mother grieving anyone when she lost her mother, when I lost my grandmother. There was it wasn't allowed kind of in her generational thought process. Right. So she she physicalized it. Right. She made that she put it into her body. And I'm really convinced that when you don't deal with things, yep. it shows up in the body physically. And oftentimes it's cancer. Well, and in, in feng shui, um, there are meridians in Chinese acupuncture, meridians all throughout the body that respond to different acupressure or, or acupuncture. And, and, and the, the, the genius behind it is in releasing some of that pressure, that built up pressure, whether it's a, a stress or it's an ailment. Releasing that allows the body to open up more. Right. So what happens when we lock it down? It's kind of like a kink in the garden hose. Yeah. And in feng shui, if you are suffering from grief, um, it manifests in your lungs and it manifests from the throat all the way to the sternum. And so it locks up in here. That grief just locks up in there. Now, depending if if um, you're dealing with, obviously, if there's um, assault and it's sexual assault, it manifests itself from the belly button to the top of the uh, the top of your 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 private region and all the way and it can wrap itself all the way around the body. So it's it becomes a protective girdle, if you will. Yeah. To, and there are these all it's called the it's called a burner, but it, it moves, it protects you, yeah. it locks you up. And so the body believes, uh oh, here she's under stress, under duress. Let me move in and help them. And if it comes in without without a balance in the body of you Yes. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically working through it, then you get this manifestation of a flu, of, yeah. of an ailment, and it because it locks in because you're not using all the cylinders to work it through on your your pillars of who you are. Yeah. Well, you say that my mother's my mother's cancer started out as a tumor right above the lungs, but in the chest area. Yes. And then it moved, you know, it moved, you know, as it metastasized over yes. the years. It moved into the lungs and then, you know, really, but they're very interesting. I never it's, knew that. Yeah, it's 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 just powerful. It's powerful what our thoughts and our actions and our attention can do. I mean, I I am a, a I know I know for a fact that when you focus on what you want, and not what you don't want. Right. Your life becomes very different. When you focus on the positive, when you focus on what's good in your life, and I don't mean, you know, just saying positive affirmations. I mean, really, like just visualizing, taking that time for meditation and silence where yep. you really just focus on the vision, the That's vision right. and, and seeing it not and. It's interesting. I don't think you need to see it. And I think a lot of people say, oh, well, to manifest, you need to be very specific and every single detail. But I think that that doesn't lead itself to the universe giving you what you need, not what you want. Right. Because sometimes what you need is better than what you want. Right. You never know. You never know what's in store. I, I want a popsicle. I don't want I don't need that. I get it. I totally understand that. <laughs> popsicle you know 
recently had a vision of an or, uh, orange creamsicle back in the day. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I, when I was when I was making really good and they oh, were yeah. real. Oh, when I was making make when we were making makeup at Yamaguchi, I had a lip gloss that was specifically vanilla tangerine because of the dreamsicle that I remembered as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. Boy, I really took you off track. I want you to know in in agreement to what you just said. There the reason that that we you know, when we have when we realize that by the age of 35, we're having about 65, 70, almost 80,000 thoughts a day, 90, over 90 percent of them are the same ones we've been having every single day. And yes. so we were hardwiring our bodies and our minds. Right. So now we get to an age where we're older and we're so accustomed to thinking in a certain way that we don't we don't learning something new seems almost like a like a task. Because yeah. even the uncomfortable becomes so familiar that it's we've made it comfortable, even that, you know, right. well, I won't, I'm not going to replace the mattress. I know I slide into the middle of a groove, but I don't want to replace it because I, then I'm going to have to do the work, take the mattress out, buy a new and bring it in. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, with our thoughts, there's no judgment in your thoughts. The body doesn't have this this a court system, a jury, a prosecuting attorney to determine whether or not your thoughts are good for you or not. So right. your thoughts, you're coming up with these thoughts in the body and the way that we've been designed. Our bodies love us, even if we don't always love it back. So when we're putting out these thoughts, the body goes, oh, well, gosh, if this is what she keeps thinking, this must be what she wants. Let what me take care wants. of her. That's Let exactly me take care right. of her. Let me get right. it to her. Let me bring well, that's it more. When, that's when those thoughts that you've been thinking, 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 that's become right. a belief. That's, That's when right. they become a belief. And when they become a belief, they manifest in the body. So if you, because that's what, that's what beliefs are. It's the thoughts that you've been thinking over, 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 over. and over and over. So change, change the thoughts so that you can change your reality. It's kind of that thing that John Sane says, Sane says, uh, you know, change your personal uh, personality to change your personal reality. That's right. It's just really, what are you thinking? But keep so start thinking the thoughts that you want to have. Absolutely, so and change that reality. It's well, I'm changing my personality right after this show. I'm going to become Thurston Howe the Third. I always liked him on Gilligan's Island. Forget Ginger and everybody else and Marianne. Hello, lovey. Uh, he was my favorite. I'm changing. Lovey. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, thank you all. Uh, stick around because we've got a really great interview with a beautiful and amazing human, Rosanna Arquette. Santa Barbara, you're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi, that'd be me, right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Hi, it's Kevin Nealon. I have a new book out now called I Exaggerate My Brushes with Fame. It's a collection of my caricatures and accompanying anecdotes. Also, if that's not enough for you, I have a little hiking show on YouTube. It's a web series. It's called Hiking with Kevin. But more importantly, right now, you're listening and watching Out Comes the Sun with Muriel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Enjoy.
welcome back. Uh, we have an amazing interviewee today, our amazing and my amazing friend, uh, Rosanna Arquette. Rosanna Arquette has nurtured a long and illustrious career in feature films and television as an actress, director, producer, creator, and activist. Currently, she is shooting Here's Yanni with Julia Ormond and Kevin Pollack. She has directed two documentaries, Searching for Deborah Winger, which premiered at the Cannes Film Festival, and All We Are Saying, which premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival. Rosanna's many credits include the iconic roles in Desperately Seeking Susan, for which she was nominated for a Golden Globe and won a BAFTA award. Martin Scorsese's After Hours, for which she was nominated for a BAFTA. And who can forget Rosanna in Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction? This past year, Rosanna executive produced the Showtime series Coercion, and she shot a fun cameo in the Seth Rogen Project, also an LG series for Peacock directed by Jason Walliner, and is currently in a featured arc on David E. Kelly's Big Sky. Please help me welcome my friend and very special guest today, Rosanna Arquette. I, I just I admire you so much because you've you've reinvented yourself a million times. You continue to work and you you make yourself relevant, not, not like you're trying to make yourself relevant. You make yourself relevant because you care about things that are important in the world. And, and Melissa and I are super excited to talk to you about the things that really kind of, you know, open your heart and, and, and that you feel are important uh, in the world and that people need to pay attention to. Um, one of the things that, that I, I like to talk about, I, first of all, I want to kind of talk about what makes you passionate and what makes you cur keeps your curiosity going if that makes any sense to you yeah um that does then thank you so much thank you for all that beautiful introduction that makes me feel very good i've been feeling really not so good these days and i think we're in the collective depression sadness anxiety fear we were shut in for a long time and then you know i think it was a time where either people got through it great or didn't like yeah you know, I think a lot of people's stuff came up when we were having to be put into this situation of just isolation and shut out the world. But then on here becomes the way you're connecting with everybody. And in that we're seeing it's, it's sort of like I, I, it was I did my podcast in that time because I felt like it was like you you know, we're curious about other people and interested in other people. And so the, I've always done that. And I, I have these documentaries that I did um, a couple of years, a couple of years ago, years ago, just um, searching for Deborah Winger and all we are saying, which is about musicians, because I like to interview people and hear about their lives and how they balance their life with their art. But in this time of isolation, for me, um, it was a real, it was truly challenging. Um, and, and, you know, you could see what was, how we got a whole generation of kids online uh, of this whole weird new 
online porn stuff that w- people were not really having to deal with were popping up on kids' schoolwork, you know, and it was like, and, and it was just like, what is happening here? And now we've got this in our business that we're in, the entertainment business, a, a writer strike because AI, I literally woke up in the middle of the night. I know this sounds, I woke up and went, AI is the antichrist. You know, I just like feel <laughs> like there's a darkness to this. That's actually super frightening in medical. It's great and all that. But when it comes to the entertainment industry and what we're, what, what artists have always done, which, you know, a lot of them, it can be revolutionary and open people's minds to other ways of thinking, art, music, film. And this is a way to control that. And it worries me very much. And um, so in this time of isolation, my passions were towards always being able to work, but I was, you know, I wasn't really working like I was, I was in a marriage that I am now out of. And it was, uh, um, I wasn't able to in that relationship to really do my work, you know, go away for long periods of time because it wasn't healthy for the marriage. So that was a choice that I made in that time, but it wasn't the right choice for my being. It wasn't a, good choice for my soul and it wasn't a good um person for me to be able to be me and you know and god bless and you learn your lessons and when people come in your life and you get to learn those lessons mm-hmm. and you get to see wow okay and god you know and there's no it's all god bless and goodbye but um it was it was a, a really you could see it during the shutdown the pandemic of being locked in full force and 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 in that time um i really learned so much about myself who i am so that was the positive thing that came out of it but i'm 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 struggling right now in a, a feeling um you know wow my life has really really changed and i've always done work has always been my 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 church my temple my go-to my you know that's where creativity not just creativity is always and you just always be creative always you know without being on films or do any of that so i'm trying to keep that up but i found myself in this it's very interesting perfect timing and talking about mental health because i don't i'm not on antidepressants i don't know but i've been really sad and I'm a super, super empath. So I take on people's energy. And that, when I really got that, and, and, and I think we're all kind of struggling with the PTSD of the last few years. Um, but I was really like uh, diagnosed with, you have PTSD, you know, really PT, real PTSD. And I think it started like in the last, uh, we're coming up to six years of the Me Too movement which was, um, you know, was part of because of putting Harvey Weinstein in jail with many other women coming out that, you know, all about that. Um, and, uh, and a lot of real attacking energy within my, our industry for even standing up and doing that and being, you know, like you think that, that made, it almost made things worse, you know, in, in some ways, even though I, I wouldn't change it. Um, but in terms of the industry, you know, a lot of people still protect him and protect the predators. So that was just like, wow, you're not. And then and then we're seeing 
our rights being whittled away, uh, you know, women's rights we've had on these years, all these years. It's, it's really, it's really this like overwhelmingly scary. And, um, and I, I found myself like really exhausted. So I need to shut off, get off the Twitter, get off the speaking out all the time, which I will always speak out. But in fact, somebody just sent me a, a super beautiful, sweet fan in France, gorgeous person who's kind of collects all these things. So she found the Saturday Night Live that I hosted years ago. And it opens, it's, it's there. It opens with me talking about, you know, polluting the, our oceans and the air and, and the environment. And I'm um, talking about like all this political stuff, you know, it opens with me, you know, saying about n- nuclear weapons that at the time, I think Reagan was our president was like involved with them. I couldn't say his name, but I mean, it was just, that's always been what I've done. And I've always done it, you know, and I, I was really, that was kind of a gift. It was a great gift actually to see, you know, I always did came from that. Anyway, I'm, I'm going off on a, on a tangent, uh, I think, but um, <laughs> it all connects in some way is like what you asked me was about what am I passionate about? So I am passionate about creativity, being creative and also activism that helps other human beings thrive and live in this world that we're in now. 100%. Would you say that your passion for work, your, would you say that not being able to do that because of the shutdown, because of this, because of writer strikes and all this, all the other stuff, would you say that that is a part of the cause of keeping you low and depressed? Yes, and yes, yes. Unable yes, to yes. suppress your creativity. Yes. You, you know, to, to having, you know, signed up for that in 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 the, in the past relationship which was like you know in order for the marriage to work it was it was i it wasn't going to work if i would go off and do a movie in um for six months somewhere it's just doesn't work you know and um and so i thought well i've been doing this for so many years but then what was happening was just like i just was this is a feeling like wow i'm not you know i i definitely I'm really okay by myself. And I know that if I ever do ever have a partner again, which I'm not really banking on at this point in life, um, they would really have to like love what I do and want to be, you know, like, and have it be, you know, like, okay. So um, it's just, it's just, and, and it's just the way it turned out. And it's really, really sad. And I'm, and it's, I'm, I've been, I'm grieving, I'm grieving the loss of, you know, a failed, another failed marriage, you know, like, and it feels really bad. So like, like, how, what did I, what, and, and it gives you a point. Okay. So what did, what is my part? What do I, what did I do? And that's, that's the really great thing about when you have time to be on your own and explore your, your past, your childhood, your traumas. God knows we've all, we've had huge traumas in our lives and um, everybody has them in some way, shape or form. And mine was definitely this divorce triggered deeply more than anything I've gone through in a long time. You know, a lot of the work that you do in act, your, your activism is, is so respected. And so, and in, in spite of whatever um, outside pressure has been coming on you to just 
Keep your mouth closed and be a good girl. Yeah. Say nothing. Do nothing. Take the pink hat off your head and just be a good girl. Keep your, yeah. keep your ankles crossed. That's what there's a lot of that pressure coming in on women always. And you've always been seen as someone who's willing to stand up in the face of whatever it is you just shared with what a fan had shared with you on S, you did on SNL to today. You're still doing stuff. I I I read read about you speaking up and I respect it so heavily. But Thank seeking you. the truth is a massive concept. And it's an elusive concept. And you mentioned AI earlier. Recently, Mariel and I had a guest on who leverages AI for businesses. And I had this burning question of, well, where's tr where does trust come in when you yeah. can't trust what the eyes are seeing or what the ears are hearing? How do you where does trust come in? And you talked about the Writers Guild and the music industry, and it brings to mind that Biggie Big's family is fighting for his image to not be utilized to make new music because they have enough words of his interviews. And Justine Bateman just came out with this great. Yes. Incredible report. article. Thank you. Yes. Justine. Oh yeah. She did a great job on that. And it really brought. She's right. That's she's absolutely that right. We're in. It is we, decimating us. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Sorry. Yes. No, no, no. You're good. I, I want to know from you in seeking the truth because it's such the, it's such an elusive massive concept how do you stay on track because there's a lot coming at us and your mind is moving and you can feel it you can feel the energy through the camera for our audience on the radio who can't see rosanna you can feel your energy you've got a lot to do our our walk on this planet is 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 minimal no even if we live to be 130 it's still not enough time so yeah. how you pack it all in and at what point in your life did you determine that this was something that you were going to do when did you wake up to your your seeking of truth i was born into it i did fortunately have a mother even though there was a lot of dysfunction and she ended up becoming a therapist for abused women but she herself was abused as a child so she you know work through a lot of that with the children and I'm the eldest. So I got a lot of that growing up, which was abuse and, and, um, and then, but healed that continue to heal that. And with her before she died, um, for sure, um, forgiveness and healing. And I think that, you know, it's said, it's like, it's to be very conscious daily about working, um, not to have resentment yeah and like because resentment there and, and and not to say that i'm perfect at that because there's most i by the way before i just went on here i was feeling all this stuff so like um i i, I met this really you know i i am very attracted to healers and people who were, were who work in the healing arts that are the real deal i mean i know howard wills is a healer in france uh, in uh in hawaii and um uh, I, I, I really, really love this guy, um, Oliver Nino, who's the spiritual activator. He'd be worth talking to. He's, he's actually wonderful. And, um, and he, you know, he kind of suggested, cause a lot of stuff was coming up, uh, up for me this weekend. I was going, what's happening? What is happening with me this weekend? That I'm feeling that was like the holiday weekend. I'm by myself and my daughter's cat that I've had for two years. <laughs> I'm like, am I Eleanor Rigby? Rigby, what's going on? <laughs> this is, this is like, what's but, you know, I was able to like write this letter and, you know, he had said, you know, suggested that writing this letter and burning it, you know, which is a good thing to do when you have this, just to get it out and burn it, which I did, you know, literally five minutes before I went on this, just oh, to um, nice. get 
just to get some, just to be clear. And, and, you know, even though I was like remnants of it, but just to have it's walking around in resentment stops us from being able to really love and be able to be in our truth because we're stuck in this energy that's kind of toxic, kind of is toxic and dark. Oh yeah. And, 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 learning to be in acceptance learning but every I, I i i do feel like everything does happen for your your the greatest good ultimately for us i don't we're we're in this time experiencing this time right now and and wherever anybody is at politically we've we've gone so far away from just like whatever's going on just in the government just it's just it's gotten so insane and and for i feel frightened for my daughter you know marielle's children and granddaughter like like the, the next generation coming up but yet then this yet next generation are so much smarter than we were you know like i'm meeting some young voters that are just like uh uh-uh. And they're motivated and they're, you know, of course, that's why they want to change the voting thing to 25 now because, right. oh, because they're threatened and they know. Sure. And um, that this is not okay what's happening. And, um, and if we can at least be kind and what, why I got off Twitter, which was a huge forum in, in town square that at, at the time we would never have had the Me Too movement without it. And right. And so it was very, very important at that time. And now, you know, once he came in and took it over, clearly right before the midterms to dismantle democracy or whatever. And all we now have is a huge, you know, I'm not on it anymore, but, you know, basically a Nazi porn site. Um, It's just filled with hate. And that energy was starting to really get so toxic and that that I just finally, you know, with, with the midterms, right that night after I just got off and it was interesting, you know, like I had, a cause I was so used to being able to express myself. And I think that was part of not being able to have my creativity being and being able to just connect with, I've connected with some incredible people and then some very people that just, you know, threatening to kill you and stuff, you know, you got to send to the FBI or something, but, uh, um, but I, uh, I'm really grateful that I'm off it. Yeah. And um, and and don't want to uh, in any way be in a toxic pool that is bringing more negativity in the world and to me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's incredible. I, I feel very similarly in the sense that. I only post and Melissa and I can probably agree on this. We only post like good things. I'm not I'm not you know, I don't inflame people. I don't want to inflame people. I'm not as courageous as you are socially and speaking out uh, in that way. But I also feel that we have a responsibility to put goodness in the world because there is so much hate and there is so much darkness and there's so much stuff that you can go down this rabbit hole. And it's like technology itself. It just takes you in this spiral. It just wants you to go down. But by trying to or not even trying, but making making sure that your life is about being kind, about being loving, about sharing the good, sharing your story, but sharing it 
What are you doing that's helping you, helping right. you move forward, helping you to find that grace, to find that sense of, you know, I forgive myself. I, you know, I take responsibility, but, but also there's great joy in, you know, I, I'm, I'm very lucky. Yesterday I got to see the granddaughter, my granddaughter. Oh my God. <gasps> I love it, so much. it was yeah. so, but I mean, those are the moments that I'm reminded that that that's what has to be important. That, that's what you have to fill your. And I think as we get older, yes, you stay engaged, but you do it with a with a sense of responsibility, with a sense of limitation, with a sense that you don't. Because I think when you go down that rabbit hole, you take a lot of people with you. But yes, if you yes. go down a different hole or maybe yeah. it's not a hole, it's an expansion, then yeah. everybody can change with you in, in, in good. Don't you think? I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, energetically, you, especially if you're in that state and you're in, you know, yeah, the Twitter thing was, uh, and, and some of my activism in, in, in that time, uh, before I got divorced was not a great time, you know? Um, and, uh, and I think that energetically it was, it was dark, you know, there was a lot of darkness too, even though you're trying to do something that is good there there's you know that you can see the people there that just don't want that out there and um so coming from kindness right now is like a daily practice um and i'm um i i'm mostly really good at, at it um but not to myself and that's what i'm working at like i i like that's that's the thing is like I'm beating myself up so much, you know, like, why am I punishing myself constantly? It's like, it's just ridiculous. And so, um, yeah, trying to make myself every day, you know, I'm going, I do work, I go to Pilates and I'm trying to move, you know, and I eat really well. Those are all the little things that are like the things that we, if you can do that, you know, um, and I, and I have a lot to be grateful for, even though it's been a real challenge and, not having the homes that I lived in and all that stuff and worrying about the future and just trying to stay in this moment right now. And there's a lot of wisdom in that when people say, well, just stay in the moment, stay in the moment. It's like, oh, nah. but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the power of now is real. It's, there's, there's a, there's wisdom in that, you know, if you can do it, I have to remind myself constantly. I think we as women have mastered the art of taking care of everyone else in the room before ourselves and hearing you admit that and saying, look, now I'm trying. And I would venture to say you're not trying. I, it sounds like you're doing it. So you're doing it. You're stepping into this. It's time for me now to take care of myself. And what that does, I've witnessed in energy, is that 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 witnessing someone, people witnessing you do it gives them permission to do it themselves. So yeah. that so hats off to you. It's it's not an easy task and it's not something we often think of first but it's vital it's vital to your next step yes and i, I I'm, I'm 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 i just had a literally and I mean, it just sounds like i don't know i don't even want to i mean i moved out of four homes and this like the fact that i even had four homes i actually only had one that was mine that i owned so it was you know actually my husband's homes but but i had to sell that too and that was my house and that which which was really painful for me it was a huge loss and it represented i know like people are going through that right now and so like to honor 
these feelings of um for in order for me to you know I, w- I wasn't able to afford this the house that I got when I was 28 and paid cash for it and was doing really well. So it was this symbol of like my success and my work. And I own this. And so been through the years, I, you know, took out some ex- loans to, to put my daughter through a good education. Like I did all these things that you do. That's what we do, you know, as people that, yeah. you know, that's life. And but then when I got to this position where like I've been hanging on to and hanging to, I was up in Big Sur and the storms were happening and stuff and all it was just I, I, it was so overwhelming and I couldn't afford to take care of it anymore in the way that it needed and deserved because it's a lovely, beautiful space. And great things came out of that place. Um, uh, a few years ago, I went on a road trip with Jane Fonda and. Catherine Keener and she came up, Jane came up with her fire Joe Fridays and the environmental protesting in DC in my house in Big Sur, which was oh. such a beautiful experience of five days of watching her. I filmed her like talking about it and, and calling Greenpeace at Annie Leonard at Greenpeace and just formulating this incredible movement, which is yeah. her passion in life. And, and we all are all on board with it. Right. I know you are uh, Mariel. And, um, so uh, I had to sell it. And on February 14th, Valentine's Day, I was supposed to go up, get my stuff, bring it down. And I got pneumonia. Long grief. Uh, I got pneumonia and RVS. Like I was really sick. And I think that that was. Oh, grief. yes. Oh, it was oh, huge. Yeah. Grief. And I just came up and it was like, <laughs> I was like, and so I couldn't go up there and say goodbye to it. I, I had my person went and like friend of mine who did all these moves for me. Thank you, God. Um, I, you know, I pay her, of course, and she went up and handled it and brought my stuff. I, I said, just care, take it. I mean, it was oh, just wow. And, it, well, and I, I know so many people are going through that right now. Yeah, like, so I, saw many that. I saw the day that you sold it. Yeah. And I, my, both Bobby and I, Bobby, Bobby pulled me over. He saw it first and he was like, he was yeah. heartbroken and said, do we call? I was like, maybe we don't. Oh <laughs> it was horrible. I know. And I, I want to tell you like, something. Wow. In feng shui, when you have issues with the lungs, when you can't be touched on the chest because it's sensitive, or if you have kind of any kind of lung issue, that's all related to grief. Yeah. And it's related to deep rooted fear. And so that makes perfect sense, although it's it's I'm, I'm sad oh, and I'm sorry, yeah. but it makes perfect sense energetically. But yeah. you, thank you. I, you're right. And that's what I knew. I knew instantly that's what I, I was in grief. I knew that this was like so, so huge for me. And I think that I was being protected because I don't know if I could have actually survived that part of it, like going yeah. to actually see and saying goodbye. So now I just know. You know, I could see it. It's beautiful. The people who bought it are redoing it exactly the, what I would have loved to have done. And, you know, it's a, it's a really special place. And I was really blessed to have it for as long as I didn't. I wish I didn't have to sell it, but I did. And I, you know, paid off my debts and, you know, uh, and that's that was a great thing. So, yay. And and I'm grateful for that. And then, like, the storm started happening and and they had the worst storms were in Big Sur. And my Right. Yeah. And like, you know, like, so a lot of damage happened. So I was really like, oh, my God, thank you, God, that I sold it. No, we're always protected. It's so funny. We think, you know, we fight, we fight, we fight, we hold on. We think we think we know. 
Right. And there's always this greater plan, but it doesn't mean that it feels good. Cause I mean, for me looking back on that house, cause Bobby and I went up there, we went to you, we went up to your house. It was like, it was on his house. And I was like, Oh my God. Was it is, it still is, but yeah, you were. Well, it's going to be great now that they fix it up. It really needed, it needed to be worked on. And, and I was in a, you know, the, I hadn't gone up there in a really long time. I just, you know, and I used to spend so much time up there, but my past relationship, that wasn't something that was in the cards. Really who knows what doors that has opened up for you? I mean, you just don't yeah. know, right? No. I mean, as painful as it is, but through that, through that darkness, it's like the, the sludge below the lotus flower. Yes. This beauty. And you don't know what it is until you just open to like you were saying, are you open to the the present moment as goofy as it sounds? But but that's the only place that you can actually be okay. Because yeah. when attached to what happened, you know, six months ago, six years ago, sixty years ago for us, um, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, it's difficult. It's yeah. we can't be that old, are we? <laughs> well, I, I think I'm I think I'm older than you. Oh, <laughs> I, a minute, like. <laughs> couple years but not much but um but it's just yeah can you believe it like we've, oh my god we're, we're still we're still standing as the elton oh, john's we're, we're also we're, i don't know about you but i i imagine i feel like i feel like this is the beginning of my life i really do i feel like great things are about to happen i'm not really sure what what those great things are i'm not completely sure but i can tell you that i I don't know. My I feel really excited about the future because I'm excited about now. So I don't know. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm I'm pushing that over to you. Yes. Well, this is good that you're doing this. I'm excited for you because I know this has been your wheelhouse for a long time, especially talking about, you know, things like mental health and how people get through their their stuff. And um and yeah, I'm excited for you and, and Bobby. You both of you moved to. We were in Idaho for. We were in Idaho for two years. Yeah, we were in Idaho for two years because we, you know, because it was crazy. Yeah. And yeah. we left. We left our house. We left a house that we love. I loved that house. Oh, and I loved I, that house so much. Oh, I love that house so much. And then we saw that house. Somebody has that house and they were dancing around in my living room and I was so angry. <laughs> I know. I just like that was like I just I oh what? That's my bedroom. That's I know. That's so painful. Oh, but we are we are well, so millions of people who are in this position right now of having to do this yes. and and we're we're here to say that it's happened to us and 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 it's and it's sad and it's hard and well it's necessary for some reason that, you know, to yes. get us out of financial hardship or whatever it is that yeah, absolutely have to. Well, are forced and, to and, do and that. The truth is, it's really important for people to know that people like you, me, or even Melissa, that, you know, life is life. It doesn't matter where they think you are or they think your name is, or right. they think that you had a, you know, and part of you is like, look, I'm just, I'm out there. Sometimes I'm just working because I have to work. Yes. And sometimes those choices weren't the best choices. Yes. So you have to pay but your bills. I have to make them. Right. I've and- a lot of TV movies that like, <laughs> were, you know, I would 
have, you know, know, but the, it paid the bills and, and yes. I'm, you know, I'm not buying the hand of fees. I'm grateful for that. I was able to pay yes. the bills, but I, but I think a lot of people assume that people who are actors or in the public eye are all of, you know, super wealthy and stuff. Like, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for what I have, but I also like, this is a time that I'm, there are a lot of people that are hurting, you know, and I, my heart goes out to them and I can relate, you know, not, I'm not broke, you know, but, but you're, but we're like, it's a, it's a, it's daily work to be able to be in a world that's gotten more and more expensive, you know? Right. And I think you get to a certain time in your life that you think, gosh, I'm here and I'm here. We are so thrilled that you came on, but Thank we have you. kind of run out of time. We love you. Thank you so much for Thank joining. Thank you so this much for your time. A I love you. I'll be coming to you for my podcast when I get it back up and running. You, know, you got it. Well, so. Okay, cool. Okay, hon. I so love nice it. both of you. Both you. You're, that was an amazing conversation. I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm grateful too. Thank you, honey. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to The Morning Show with Marielle Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Rosanna Arquette has led many lives, always driven by curiosity, truth and activism. She's been a lightning rod for some of the most innovative minds on the planet. Whether holding conversation with world leaders and tastemakers, inspiring pop songs, or documenting the state of affairs in Hollywood, Rosanna has always walked the walk. Now she's going to talk the talk. Join one of Hollywood's shrewdest and most outspoken advocates for female empowerment for a one-of-a-kind new podcast from Audio Up. Combining her love of music, connecting with the most creative thinkers of our time, Radical Musings with Rosanna Arquette features intimate chats and insightful interviews with today's newsmakers of politics, entertainment, and social justice. Each episode finds Rosanna musing thoughtfully on themes aroused by guests across the spectrum from influence and infamy, diving deep into the defining moments of their youth and the impact of art and music on their work. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Find more about Rosanna Arquette on her website. RosannaArquette.com. And that's R O S A N N A A R Q U E T T E.com. Hi, it's Rosanna Arquette. And you're listening to Out Comes the Sun with Marielle Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Peace, love. And next, Energy with Melissa Yamaguchi. for sticking around you're listening to out comes the sun radio this is melissa yamaguchi with my co-host and bestie in the whole westie mariel yamaguchi oh that was a freudian slip mariel hemingway 
How about that? I have to drop your tip just to laugh, okay? If you want to ever use my name, feel free to. I just gave it to you on the air. And I'll use Melissa Hemingway if it serves me in any future writing. Okay. Let's just interchange the names. From the estate, just, you know, don't call me. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm here to share with you a tip on feng shui. We are rolling into the month of June pretty soon here. And that's considered the month of the horse. Well, what in blue blazes is the month of the horse? The characteristics of the energy that we call horse are the horse is free spirited and it's and it runs runs wild and free does not like to be tamed does not like to be saddled doesn't want the bit shoved into its mouth and the blinders folded on oftentimes though that needs to happen in order for there to be progress however just to nurture the spirit of the horse energy in the month of june take care of yourself in the simplest of forms horse energy is a very simplistic need i'm not to say that they're simple-minded people but the horse energy is very simplistic in its demands roof over the head food in the refrigerator when you love me mean it so it's very simplistic so what i often tell my clientele is during this month of horse yes nurture that need for your the simple things in life what what are your basic requirements what do you really want and need in order to be happy don't delude yourself don't weigh yourself down with all the extraneous things that you've been told through marketing and everybody else of what you need but give yourself the simple things in life that truly bring the happiness whether it's running through the grass barefooted whether it's hanging out with your loved one on the beach or in the park whatever it is that brings you the simple joys and happiness remember that and feed that now in order to also be prepared for the month of june it's when we're entering into what's known as the fire element energy and that's when everything's hotter not just because it's the summer months and the heat because in the month of june it's not always summer everywhere else around the world but it's still the month of fire energy so we pay attention to our foods you can your body can handle spicy it can but it can also needs a lot of cool to keep you calm down so you bring in the watermelons and the kiwis and all the fruits so you bring that into you so nurture the that fire energy let your creativity flow run like a child and be wild and free and then pare your life down to the simple things giving yourself a reminder that it's those gentle small things in life that really serve you better now talk about serving you better you're going to want to serve your body better with the tips from mariel hemingway or shall we call her mariel yamaguchi from now on she's coming up next stick around Hello, wonderful humans out there. I am Roy Zatiski from MyWildlife.com, and you are listening to Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Hey, everyone. You're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway, me, and Melissa Yamaguchi. That'd be me. <laughs> right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. And now, Mariel Hemingway with Balance.
welcome back. You are listening to Outcomes of Sun Radio, and you're listening to Mario Yamaguchi. No, I don't think so. But you know what? I'm going with it today. Uh, so I want to talk about because you talked about really the summer energy and this June, because June is the beginning. We're you know in the month of June we we enter summer, but we're in spring. And we're and we're coming up to summer and summer really is a time to think about your food in a different kind of way. Food should be filled with water at this time of year. Like, you know, she, she talked about watermelons and kiwis. And this is the time that fruit is actually good for you. Like, you know, I don't know if you're following a keto diet or something and you have to stay away from sugar. But when the months are warmer hotter, longer days, uh, lighter foods are really super important. They will keep you energetic, but you want them filled with water because you want to stay hydrated. I mean, that has nothing to do with actual hydration, which is drinking water. By the way, if you're drinking coffee or iced tea, that's not hydrating you. That is actually dehydrating you. I know. I know. I know it's a problem, but let me tell you something. You got to just drink water if you want to get hydrated. And Here's a here's a tip about drinking water. Just now that we're on the subject. You know, some people think, oh, my gosh, I you know, I drank 90 ounces of water today, but they drank that 90 ounces at one time or, you know, or a big slew in the morning or, you know, right before they went to bed. First, there are two things that are going to happen. You're going to pee all night. And secondly, you're not hydrated because what happens? Think of it like when you pour water into a sponge, but you keep pouring it, it just flushes out, right? It just keeps flushing out when you're just, when you keep pouring. But when you pour little bits at a time, the sponge expands and absorbs that water. That's like your body. Your body absorbs the water and takes it in as hydration when you do small bits at a time. Now, that being said, I do drink 32 ounces first thing when I wake up in the morning because my body's been asleep. It is dehydrated after a night of sleep. And I add a little bit of salt to that water. So I do a big hydration in the morning, but throughout the day, I sip, sip, sip all day long. When you're at the gym, when you're riding your bike, when you're walking, when you're in your office, whatever you're doing, you're on your podcast, whatever you do, sipping water is the best way to stay hydrated. And here's another tip about staying hydrated is make sure that that amount of water has happened by mid afternoon. So three to four o'clock in the afternoon, make sure you really do a good, a, a good hydration, have a, have an eight ounce glass of water at that time, because when you stay hydrated throughout your day, and then particularly in the afternoon, you will sleep better. It's an interesting little known fact is that you will sleep better if you hydrate in the mid to late afternoon. And then again, think about summer as being your time of eating lighter salads, you know, fruits, vegetables, salads, you know, it's not root vegetable time. It's not heavy time. It's not soups and stews and, you know, things that weigh you, weigh you down. You want to be lighter. You want to be able to move through, through the world, nuts and seeds and things. It, it It's a time where being more of a, having more of a plant-based diet is a really good idea, regardless of your, you know, blood type, whatever it is. It's just 
it feels better to your body because it's also seasonal. And eating seasonally is really something our bodies understand. So that's my tip. Stay you know, I, listening to you talk about that, 90 ounces of water at one time, I'm going to take a straw to the local swimming pool. <laughs> I'm going to get 90 ounces of water. <laughs> we, have a, we have a fun show coming up tomorrow, too, don't we? What? We have a fun show coming up tomorrow, too, don't we? Oh, yeah. We got a fun show every day. Yes, we do. Oh, we got a great guest. Good day. <laughs> It's awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us. Thank you for joining Outcomes of Sun Radio. And if you ever want to look into the foundation, the Mariel Hemingway Foundation uh, for Mental Health, we are a resource navigator. And if you want to donate to the site to help us become a resource navigator so that we can have an app that will help anybody throughout this country find the help that they want, whether it's holistic or psychiatric or medicinal or whatever it is that you need, we will give you those options. But we need a little help to do that. So donate and know that we love you. We love you anyway. So we'll Always. see you on the next show. Out comes the sun. Choose healthy. Choose you. Out comes the sun. Please go to MarielHemingwayFoundation.org. Help us create a resource navigator for people with mental health issues. We're coming up with solutions. Out Comes the Sun has been a production of Evolve Entertainment. Hosts, Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Executive producer, Jeremiah Higgins. Sound engineer and producer, Richard Dr. D. Dugan. And sound engineer, Slater Smith. Thank you for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.